Right, so Israel Adesanya retained his middleweight title um, by clinically, clinically beating Paolo Costa. He controlled every second of every minute of every round of that fight. He literally just decimated Paolo Costa. Paolo Costa had no answers for his questions. It's like, it's like Stylebender asked him a question. Paolo Costa was standing there thinking about the question. And then just as he was about to answer, Stylebender changed the question and smacked him in the face just before he changed it. Does that make sense? That's the analogy I'm using here because every movement that Paolo Costa was making, Stylebender was one step ahead of him and he was asking um, he was asking a new question of Paolo Costa as they were fighting and Paolo Costa was trying to fight, find the answer and in this case the way he was trying to find the answer is by closing range, by trying to land a bloody strike and he just couldn't, he couldn't and like look, I said in my preview video before, before this fight, I said I was really excited about this fight because there was an element of unknown. I didn't know whether Paolo Costa could um, could fight in the same manner as he has in his previous fights. And by that I mean I didn't know whether he could put the pressure and walk um, Stylebender down the way he has previously. And the thing about Stylebender I didn't know is whether he could deal with the pressure that Paolo Costa was likely to bring. Um, and I'm also mentioning the fact that um, Stylebender did get caught by Kelvin Gastelum. <sighs> but... Um, like so, so I suppose the point I was trying to make is he can get hit. It's just whether you can get there to him, and that was that element of unknown um, going into this fight. And now that the fight's happened, I suppose my my questions have been answered. And the answer to the question is yes, Stylebender could deal with the the pressure that Paolo Costa is liable to bring, but he didn't actually give Paolo Costa the opportunity to bring any pressure because his movement was just so good, and Paolo Costa couldn't work it out effectively so almost the fight that we thought we were getting it didn't happen just because style bender was able to negate the strengths of paulo costa um as the fight was playing out early on you could see um style bender landing those low kicks and and you could see how marked up that leg was it his left leg the left leg of um paulo costa like he already had those cupping kind of marks on his leg which i don't know i've now i've never really seen any fighter get that cupping stuff done on the legs. So I don't know whether that means he had an injury or something to going into the fight. And I'm not saying that Paolo Costa was injured, which is why he didn't fight to the level we anticipated. I'm just asking a question. Like I've never really seen a fighter have that cupping stuff on their legs. So maybe he, you know, maybe there was an issue, maybe there wasn't. But with that being said, the way Israel Adesanya was landing those low kicks at will, and then later on into the fight, as, as, as um, Paolo Costa kind of was being less active in his movement like tr less kind of um quick to try and close the distance because every time he did he was getting kicked in the leg um israel adesanya started like throwing that straight left i think it was and landing on the chin and that was in the second round you saw him doing it a couple of times you saw him land the head kick as well um which which opened up a cut on uh, paulo costa's head um sorry i'm getting out of breath by talking so much um but yeah, it was just a it was just a A one A one performance. Well done, well done, Israel Adesanya. You can't I can't find anything to pick out to say, oh, you know, there was an opportunity for Paolo Costa to push on at this point in the fight. He just wasn't provided an opportunity. He just Stylebender just literally just dictated that fight from start to finish, and. Going back to, again, uh, my preview video, one of the things that I said is I just wasn't 100% convinced by the route that Paolo Costa took to get this title shot. I didn't know whether he genuinely was a top five middleweight. Um, the only person he's beaten in that top 10 for me is Yawal Romero. 
And um, this isn't just me, you know, in hindsight saying Paolo Costa isn't as good as what we think he is. I don't know. Look, Paolo Costa's strength or what he's shown in the UFC so far is his striking and his ability to close the distance, get his opponent up against the cage, rough him up and land that killer blow that knocks him down. That was always going to be a tough ask against Israel Adesanya. But one thing that I did say in my preview video is that for Paolo Costa to have any sort of chance of winning this fight, he'd need to have landed something, a significant strike in the first round. He'd need to have made Israel Adesanya think and he would need the, the, the boost in his own confidence during the fight, like landing something and knowing that he's hurt Israel Adesanya or just knowing that he, 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 he's got that in his locker. And the way he fought, it's easy to say, oh, he didn't throw anything. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't, um, like, he didn't fight the way we're, we're used to seeing him fight. But as I said before, I don't think it was um, uh, a, a product of Paolo Costa's um, lack of productivity. I just think he was in there with someone that is just way beyond the levels that Paolo Costa has ever faced. And Paolo Costa is at himself. And he just didn't know what to do. He just didn't know how to close the distance. And it's easy, again, for us to say, oh, well, look, you're using the fight, so you might as well go for it. But, like, he's in there with a guy that hits hard. And you can't just say to someone, oh, why didn't you just step forward? Why didn't you just march forward and, and try and land something? You were losing the fight anyway. Like... It hurts, isn't it? <laughs> it hurts when someone hits you. So, like, I can understand why Paolo Costa was tentative because as every time he tried to move forward, he was getting he was getting hit. You know, that was his that was his welcome into that range. He was getting punched. He was getting kicked. Um, there was a couple of body kicks that landed as well during the fight. Um, one of the things that you can you can and I will um, kind of t say about Paolo Costa's performance is all of the showboating and stuff like that. Like, I understand when you're showboating when you've landed a strike when you've hurt your opponent and um you're trying to get into the head and stuff but i didn't understand the psychology behind him showboating when clearly he wasn't landing anything and the only time like he was showboating when israel would land like he was trying to almost draw israel adesanya into a fight where they're exchanging and the funny thing is the one time when they kind of got close to that is when Israel Adesanya put it on him in the second round when they kind of did exchange a little bit and Israel Adesanya landed and then I think a few seconds after that is when he landed the, the punch that, that, that knocked um, Paolo Costa down. <sighs> um, I'm not ready to write Paolo Costa off just yet. Um, I still think that he has the potential and he has the tools to be a middleweight that is up there in that division. I just think this might have come a bit early for him and a lot we'll learn a lot from paulo costa in his next fight because you'd think that he's going to fight someone who is a top 10 name in that middleweight division and we'll be able to gauge a lot more uh, from him uh, from you know his next performance um israel adesanya himself he's already said he wants um jared cannonier and that's fair because that's really he's not really got many people left in that middle middleweight division he's uh, i heard someone say he's beaten seven out of the top 10 or seven out of the top 15 in the middleweight division he's genuinely been on a run and again i mentioned this in my preview video the fact that he has beaten name after name after name and paulo costa hadn't he just hadn't he hadn't beaten people that are at the level of someone that can be called a, a potential title challenger in that middleweight division apart from yoel romero um but yeah it, 
like it was a it was an entertaining fight from the standpoint of how well Stylebender performed. But again, I'm not going to lie, I was disappointed, man, because my own expectations were that this is going to be a difficult fight for Stylebender. I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't anticipate how easy he would make it look. And I think us all as fans, we were, we were hoping for a back and forth kind of war similar to how Stylebender fought against Gastelum and that's not what we got and what we got is the best version of Israel Adesanya that we've seen in the octagon this far so um, a lot to be excited about when it comes to Israel Adesanya and um, I think we need to rein back the expectations we have on Paolo Costa and he's quite young in the game still man I mean I don't know how old he is but I'm just going to go on this page he hasn't had that many fights he's had 14 fights um, so his rise in the, the, the middleweight division at, in UFC has been, it's happened over a number of years, but it hasn't happened against top level competition. So this next phase in his career is, is one we're going to see just exactly what he's made of. Um, but apart from that, I think those are all of my observations for the fight. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you think about the stuff that I said. Comment below anything that I haven't mentioned that you that you kind of uh, saw during the fight. Um, I'd love to talk to you a lot about it. So yeah, comment, like, share, subscribe, all of that good stuff. I'll catch you guys next time.